Hey, dear Tyler, good morning. And how are you doing? How have you been? Um, it's nice hearing from you again. Uh, took a little break, but we're now back. Um, thank you so much for everyone that reached out to me during like a very, very difficult time. Um, but yeah, we're, 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 we're good. We're back and all. Uh, just took out a little time to also, you know, just share with us a little bit about what I've been going through, you know, so I kind of like drifted away from our topics on the um, fruit of the Holy Spirit, but I'm back now. Um, and we've been able to talk about, I think, like maybe like five of them, spoken about love um, joy, peace, patience, uh, kindness, right? And that's where we stopped that. And um, today we're going to talk about goodness, about goodness. And um, for me, I'm trying. I, I would, uh, I would, I, I would talk about them. I think in probably two aspects. Right, about two aspects. Um, one is about goodness as a nature, and then secondly, goodness as an act. Goodness as a nature, and then goodness as an act. Um, if you notice the topic, how I framed the topic, I said, and it was good, right? It's very, very deliberate that I did that. I was very deliberate about doing that. And it was good. Now, if we take a look at, you know, Genesis um, chapter 1, right? It says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And the earth was without form and void. Um, You know, just that little theological expression or theological line of thought, right? That Genesis chapter 1, verse 1 and Genesis chapter 1, verse 2 was a long period of time. And... Um, theologians call that the gap theory like that space um, and it's highly believed that there was a whole dispensation or probably dispensations right that um, lived within that gap theory that gap between chapter 1 verse 1 and chapter 1 verse 2 we see that there was a certain level of chaos that came or was expressed in chapter 2. And it doesn't, you know, really, you know, line up with God's nature of being good. You know, such um, a beautiful God, such a wonderful God, creating things in chaos, it's not, it it doesn't tally with him, right? Now, um, so it says in chapter in verse two, it says, "Darkness is upon the face of the deep, and the spirit of God hovered upon the waters." Right, and God said, "Let there be light." That was verse three, and there was light. Then uh, verse four says, "And God separated the light from the darkness, and He called the light day, and the darkness night." Okay, so He said that God created the light. I mean, separated the light. No, God created the light, right? And he saw that the light was good. Light was good. Now, 
taking note of everything if you go throughout the whole creation story at every time god created something now this is how we know that god's nature is good the, the moment god created anything it was written and god saw that it was good and god saw that it was good and god saw that it was good it actually shows that there must have been an event that occurred that gave you know witness or testimony to what happened in verse 2 right but everything god created when he was done he said and it was good and it was good when god created man right um that was the time when he now actually said it's very good now this is it for me you know our our born again experience right we receiving the life of god in us is is like a new birth experience right um paul speaking says if any man be in christ he is a new creature all things have passed away behold all things have become new so we could take it that our former lives were um an expression of genesis chapter 1 verse 2 that chaos that darkness that merriness that uncertainty do you understand that is that was the expression of our old lives right a full expression of chaos now when we receive the life of god through our acceptance of jesus and through our confession you know receiving his life right we experienced that new birth and it was like a recreation started for us right a recreation started for us and because everything that god creates is good it means we in ourselves we have become good we in ourselves we have become good i know that a lot of us may have you know piles upon piles of history things that we have done or things that we've experienced or things that we were a part of that we're not particularly proud of right that we're not particularly proud of right but i want us to hold on to that particular scripture that says um if any man be in christ he is a new creature god has made all things new and because all things are new and because doesn't and, and because god doesn't create things that are not good right god doesn't create chaos right we have the nature of goodness in us tyler you are good you are good you are good you are worthy you are worth it you are good you are worthy you are worth it you are valuable you are exceptional right scripture says um david speaking you are fearfully and wonderfully made you are fearfully and wonderfully made um you are good right um there is nothing negative about you nothing negative about you now this is where you would have to consistently remind yourself about how good you are and how god has um has placed so much greatness and goodness inside of you you see 
God in himself is good. And that's why he's able to bring out of his goodness and create more goodness. God is incapable of, um, for the lack of a better word, badness. Do you understand? And if we were created in his image, if we're created in his likeness, it means that the sum total of our being is good. So it means that there's a whole lot of value. There are a whole lot of treasures um, resident in us, in our lives at this moment. And we have to keep on reminding ourselves that we are good. We are not a waste. We are not, um, we are not, you know, worthless individuals. No, we are good. Now that's what the Spirit of God has birthed in us through the new birth, right? Through the new birth, the Spirit of God has birthed in us goodness. Please and please, Tyler, keep this in your mind at all times. Keep this in your mind at all times. You may encounter challenges. You may encounter issues. It doesn't matter. It doesn't change, you know, what you are intrinsically. Intrinsically, you are good. And God saw you and he saw that you were good. And God saw you and he saw that um, you are good. It's a song I wrote a long time ago. It's more of a funky kind of song. Um, let me see. I know life is not so easy. I know sometimes it feels so hard. I know that you feel so weird. You may feel you fall apart. Got a problem, God's gonna solve them. Cast your burdens all of a sudden. Those are the things in here. It's all based on things on high. All right. So when your problems, they start rushing, no matter the number or the size, you just look them in the face and tell them you're the apple of God's eye. From that case, they'll stop biking. Don't believe I'll take this. But because remember, my, my God in heaven says, don't bother, don't you swear. Um, the second verse says, your condition may seem helpless. Your situation may seem worse. But let me tell you something, brother. Remember, God, he loves you first. To ever let you into harm, to ever think of letting go. In spite of all the things you did, girl, he knows the time you surely grow. Yes, this is the part. Um that with time you'll come to see it all that's been hidden from your eyes of all God's treasures all God's riches you are God's own greatest prize right for God to send his son to die for us we must be worth something and so Tyler remember that you are worth the precious blood of Jesus just imagine how costly that is. Remember that song, I'll never know how much it costs to see my sin upon the cross. The, the true value would never be known, but it must be extremely valuable for God to be willing to die for us. So Tyler, the first part is that you are good. So the spirit of God births the nature of goodness in us. The Spirit of God births the nature of goodness in us. Secondly, the Spirit of God births the grace for goodness. Now, um, you know, in Scripture we see like Moses speaking to the children of Israel saying, you know, an eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth, you know. You take an arm, an arm will be taken for you. Um... 
the real nature of God. You see, I believe that Moses gave those instructions in order to bring about a certain level of justice. Do you understand? To bring about a certain level of justice, you know, so that people would be able to um, have value for each other. Do you understand? If I know that me bursting my brother's eye is going to also make me um, lose an eye, it will bring some certain level of control in me because I don't want to lose an eye at all. But um, Jesus um, taught us something. And he said that... um, if they ask you to walk a mile, walk two. If they slap you on your left cheek, turn the right. Or if they slap you on your right, turn the left. You know, if they ask for your shirt, give them your coat. Um, the, 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 the concept or the ideology that Jesus wanted to bring is that um, our reward system naturally as believers should reflect goodness our reward system naturally as believers should reflect goodness so he's saying that um irrespective of the actions of people your thought process your line of action should be good goodness irrespective so whether the person did well to you whether the person did evil to you your action should be goodness i think there's a part of scripture i can't really um, pinpointed at um, at this instance, right? But then it was like um, when somebody does evil to you, right? Um, your goodness is like heaping coals of fire on their bosom, right? There is something that goodness does. There's something that goodness does. Um, have you noticed people easily take advantage of? others that are quick to reactions quick to reactions um they like it usually bullies or um you know just cynical people you know they they like to you know feed on reaction so what they do is that they want you to react and so that they could you know take advantage of it um number one Ignorance has a way of killing them. When you just ignore them, it has a way of killing them. Number two, goodness. Imagine you being bullied, you know, or threatened by a particular individual at a certain time. Imagine that occurring in your life. And the person, you know, always hits hard on you. And the person expects you, you know, to react to do something. And then you now come up with a nice gift or you offer the person a lift. You see the person maybe like walking on Twitter and you're like, hey, where are you headed to? It has an effect. It breaks even the hardest of hearts. It breaks even the hardest of hearts. People expect you to give um, what they sent back. 
But when you are the bigger individual, it changes the narrative. It changes the narrative absolutely, you know, totally. It brings an absolute turnaround. It brings an absolute turnaround, right? Um, and these are things that we should imbibe, especially as believers, you know, just individuals, right? This is something that we should imbibe. This is what the Spirit of God births in us. That act of goodness. I heard a story about um, a military man in Liberia. Um, his, I think what happened to him was uh, he was, you know, I think during one of these the military times where there was a whole lot of um, recklessness and all that there was some level of tyranny. It was a story I was told. Um, he used to go around um, sleeping, I mean, raping ladies. Do you understand? Raping particular people. And so he got the nickname, but naked. And I think he raped this particular girl to, I'm sorry if this sounds graphic and all. It's just an example. He raped this particular girl um, to the point that she um, her legs got deformed small girl very very young right so raped her to the point that the legs were deformed and after some years he got gave his life to Christ you know um, God started using him to preach around the, um, the nation you know bringing hope and all you know also using his story to change lives and there was this particular um place he went to and he was served you know by a particular lady and he came to realize that that was the lady he raped and this lady was the same lady serving him and he apologized that oh he's so sorry and she was like that wasn't you right that person isn't you now like yeah it was the past and everything is, is done he said that it broke him beyond it broke him beyond measure. It broke him beyond measure. I've had um, stories, or I've had experiences of people that did me wrong. And you just do them right. And then all of a sudden, they're just so nice to you. I hope you're good. I hope you're fine. Do you understand? Like, it has a way of taming the hardest of hearts. It tames the hardest of hearts. It tames the hardest of hearts. Goodness tames the hardest of hearts. And it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful treasure. Now, I have this friend of mine. His name is Mickey. Mickey embodies what they call goodness. Like, irrespective of what people do to him, he always looks out for them. Ah, there's this opportunity here. Oh, um, have you heard this person sing? Ah, Binga is a songwriter. Uh, connect with him. Ah, vocal coach. Ah, Jimmy. Do you understand? He he goes all out for people. Like he's like our job job. Um, he's our job pool. Always sending us um, links. You know, he he literally puts himself on the line for us. Mickey is an expression of goodness to the core. Right. And so this is one of the things that would help us win people over goodness. Your boss shouts at you, does something, 
or an individual picks on you, respond with goodness, Tyler. Respond with goodness. You are working onto somebody, you know, you may be a help, you know, a nanny or something, and you may have some expressions from your bosses that are not good. Do you understand? Might be hurtful. Respond with goodness. Oh, yes, ma'am. Oh, yes, sir. I've um, put your water on fire. Oh, your food is ready, sir. Do you understand? Oh, I helped you to do this. Just respond with goodness. It has a way of breaking people, especially those that are deliberate in hurting you. Respond with goodness. Some people will be like, ah, you're allowing people to take advantage of you. Well, it shows that you're truly good. Shows that you're truly good. Shows that you're truly good. Um, nobody would, nobody should look down on you, Tyler. Right? Nobody should look down on you. But your response, I learned something from Pastor Chris Oyakilome. He said that there's a difference between a reaction and a response. A reaction is give and take, right? What was given to me is what I'll give back, right? Now, a reaction is what happens when you hit the wall. The same force in which you hit the wall is the force that you feel. That's why you feel the pain. But the response is um, finding out a way of making sure that that doesn't happen again. You are not being emotional about it. You're finding a better way of dealing with it. Goodness is will always be the best response. Goodness will always be the best response, right? So, um, Tyler, I would love you to, you know, just think of the good things that you could do for people, especially those that hurt you, right? Be deliberate about goodness. Be deliberate about goodness, right? So remember, number one, the nature of goodness is in you. You are good, Tyler. And number two, the grace for goodness is in you. You can do good and be deliberate about doing good to people. Is that okay? Right, so thank you so much. Um, the other episodes are going to come out like almost immediately. So just, uh, it's going to be like a marathon, marathon for us. Right, so thank you so much, Tyler. Remember, I love you. I believe in you. And I'm always rooting for you.